All right, so welcome to another episode of Public Safety Insight Podcast Series, sponsored by Samsung Electronics of America. Samsung is committed to supporting public safety and helping first responders use technology as a force multiplier. I'm Dale Stockton, and today I'll be talking with Jeff Funk. Jeff is the Chief of Offender Management for the Parole Division at the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. He has nearly 30 years of public and private sector experience in information technology, and he's held several leadership positions, including being the CIO for the California Department of General Services and the CIO for the Department of Fish and Game in California. He also has served on several advisory boards. I've known Jeff for about a decade, and he is one of the most forward-thinking, innovative tech practitioners I've ever met. And so with that, I'll turn it over to Jeff. And would you kick us off with just uh, maybe an overview of California Department of Corrections Rehabilitation or CDCR, as most people call it? Sure. From a business perspective, California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation is responsible for the incarceration and rehabilitation of individuals from the moment they leave court and are committed through their stay in our institutions and then through uh, probation or parole, which is the rehabilitation and reintegration of those individuals back into the community. Our position or my position is with the technology group, Enterprise Information Services, and we're responsible for the systems, electronics, and mobile devices that allow both offender and the staff to participate in that service to the community. Boy, that's an awesome responsibility if you think about today's criminal justice system. And I probably should mention to folks, if you're not aware, CDCR is by far one of the largest correctional organizations in the world, let alone in, in this country. So these podcasts are clearly about mobile technology. Can you Give us some insight to how CDCR is using mobile technology to improve their operations. Sure. A number of years ago, we looked at mobile technology as a fundamental piece in helping our parole agents move from being office-based to a mobile or a service worker that could operate in the field. And their job, obviously, is to engage with the community, engage with the potential employers, work with service providers that give either rehabilitative types of programs, such as uh, drug abuse or anger management, all the way to vocational types of programs. And so they're out there in the community, or we want them out there in the community every day, building relationships, finding places for individuals who are ready to start their rehabilitation and to reintegrate into society. The other piece that is also more of a mobile opportunity is most of their supervision with a parolee is done either at the workplace or at their home. And so it's really hard when you're paper-based or very administrative-based, which requires you to sit at a desk and a PC to get that work done. And so what we wanted to do is move more to a mobile-based applications that would provide the administrative support, reduce the workflow and the paper, and be able to convert those hours and time into the ability to do the service or their mission statement, which is the observation and supervision of a parolee. That was great, Jeff. So give us, if you could, a couple of use cases for how CDCR is improving 
the work of parole agents in the field. Great. So I'll follow on with the thought that I just provided. We have a program called Strategic Offender Management System. That's a case-based system or case management system that monitors and watches individuals from the court commitment through the incarceration process and then out into parole. The way we used to operate is the parole agent would have a binder with printed material of face sheets and other types of documentation for each parolee that they had on their caseload. Typical caseloads would be 55 to 70 parolees. So if you can imagine the huge binders that weigh about nine to 10 pounds a piece and two or three binders in their trunks, and they'd have to get that out and search through notes, court commitment, who the individual was, concerns, any kind of rehabilitation needs, any ADA or any other types of considerations. It was a logistical nightmare because that paperwork had to be constantly updated. So anytime they received new information, an email change, phone number change, address change, car change, they'd write those on sticky notes and then have to put those attached to the paperwork. And then they'd go back to the office and physically then have to type that in, reprint up that paper, and then replace that in the binder. So that was very administratively intensive. What we did is we built an application. We called it Virtual Integrated Mobile Office. It's nothing more than a mobile app that allows you to go into our case management system and get all the demographic information, the information about the individual, the health needs of that individual, any mental needs, any kinds of warnings, any of the conditions of parole, all of that stuff now is at the fingertip. If you can think about it for a minute, it's not only at the individual fingertips of a particular parole agent, but across all parole agents. So now when you ran into a parolee who had somebody else with them, you could oftentimes look at their case record notes as well. And so you could force multiply your effort because you could meet with both those individuals, have a conversation, see how they're doing and put those notes in. And there was a talk to text feature, which would allow those individuals to rapidly put in several paragraphs of information where before they would write cryptic notes and they have to go back to the office and type that in. And so the quantity and quality of the notes and the supervision improved. Also, we didn't have any problem with security or the loss of information. Oftentimes, a parole agent would be busy and they would leave a binder on the back of a car or on the back of a truck and drive off. And then that binder would fly out the back and all that information was lost. So those obviously presented challenges. When you get to a mobile phone that locks within 15 seconds or a minute, the safety of that information is greatly improved. The loss isn't an issue because we can wipe the phone reinstall it on a new phone, a new device, 15, 20 minutes, be back up and running. So there's huge amounts of improvements, both from an operational and administrative process by moving to a mobile application. In essence, you're getting a better quality of data and better access to that data, right? Correct. In fact, a lot of our parolees are transient. And so one of the things that was tough is to be able to locate them. Via the mobile application, we have a geotagging function, which is when you're visiting with that individual, we could geotag that location. And after a few months, you'd start to see where that individual was living and moving around in the community. And those geotags would create kind of a location and an ability for individuals to find them. So that's just one 
way of improvements that are available through mobile devices and modern technology. The other item that I briefly touched on was that we have a paper note-taking system with on average took about 30 to 45 minutes to fill out those notes. When you look at a talk to text, most people can talk about 300 words a minute. Most people on a phone can type less than 60 words a minute or 30 words a minute. So the advantage to not only the quality and the quantity, but the time savings. And so if you look at the number of records we have to keep in a year, we track over 100 or 1.5 million a record of supervisions a year. And we figured we were saving about eight and a half minutes per record of supervision. Well, when you multiply that out, that equates to about 212,000 hours a year or the equivalent of 100 full-time staff. So that really gives us then the ability to refocus that administrative time back towards supervision of the individual, which increases the safety of the community, increases the likeliness of that individual staying on parole. That's awesome. What mobile hardware are you using? So we've looked at a number of different choices and we settled on the Samsung. It started out with the S7, which is the Galaxy 7 then the S10e, and now we're looking at the new Samsung Pro 6. And the reason we have chosen Samsung were two strategic reasons. One is the talk-to-text would work offline, meaning oftentimes our agents are out of connection or out of connectivity from either the cellular towers or ability to connect to a hotspot or Wi-Fi. And so we needed those features to continue to work and their talk to text was the best that we had seen and it worked offline. So that was one huge business advantage. The other was the security and obviously with the quality and quantity of data that we have on these phones, there's a lot of personal identifiable information as well as HIPAA information. And so we were really concerned about the security of the device, the ability to control who had access, and Samsung was has been and was the leader in those two areas, and that was fundamentally important to us to maintain our CGIS or DOJ compliance and our security profile. Understood. So you've laid out just how integral mobility, the smartphone, is to your operations. Do you see the day when smartphones will essentially replace in-car computing and maybe even desktop computing? Yeah, I've been very excited about the progress of the technology around smartphones. With the introduction of G5 technology or the newest speed that's available via smartphones, it gives us the ability to download and run applications that used to have to be wired or on an, a local area network. So the power and the performance of the modern smartphone has surpassed even desktops that were just three or four years ago. And so by having the ability and the opportunity to run at this faster speed and connectivity allows us to be able to use a, a device and work anywhere at any time and work the way we want. And so we are excited about both the smartphone, the tablet, 
and the ability for DEX, which is the digital experience on a larger, where your phone can run a larger monitor and keyboard. And these types of uh, technologies basically gives us the ability then to extend legacy equipment or legacy applications out to an individual that we used to only be able to do through a mobile application. And so it's really given us the ability to provide a whole portfolio of tools to a parole agent, whether they're at home, they're sitting at at their desk at work, they're at Starbucks or in their car or in front of a, a parolee. That's great. Let's move to a different area that's emerging in public safety, specifically push to talk on LTE. Is this something that you see that may have value for your organization? I really think it is. When you look at CDCR, we're such a huge organization and the cost of antennas for radio systems and the coverage across California would be just enormous. And our radio system is probably one of the least advanced systems. And so we look at an astronomically large investment to roll out a traditional radio system. When you look at the way push to talk works and the cellular phone, it really gives you a lot of advantages over a mobile radio. The other component is is California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation doesn't have a dispatch center. So we don't have a full radio system and dispatch like Highway Patrol or other organizations that are typical in the law enforcement arena. So for us, we want to be able to communicate kind of self-driven. Push to talk allows you from the individual standpoint to connect to another individual, to a group, or to a larger segment. And that can be driven instead of in a very serial fashion, more of a parallel fashion, meaning there can be multiple chats and groups going on at the same time, and you're not stepping on one another. Traditional radio, when you push that button, it locks the system out and nobody else can talk. So when you're looking at emerging situations where information and knowledge and communication is key to handling that emergency or that event, push to talk could be a phenomenal step forward for Department of Corrections. Wow. So you've covered a lot of areas of technology, specifically mobile and leveraging it to improve operations. What would you recommend to an agency that's considering implementing a mobile program? Maybe right now they just see it as as convenient for making calls and texts and checking emails, but you've taken it way beyond that. What would you suggest organizations do to realize the full potential? I would probably suggest a similar approach to what I did at Corrections. And that is, is we started out with a small pilot, which was the mobile application for our parole agents. And that was such a paradigm shift that it really changed the minds and the hearts of both the parole agent and the executive team. That showed them that not only IT and technology could really leverage and help them reduce the amount of administrative overhead that continues to be added every year to the organization, but it allowed them to increase their agent safety, respond to the community better. And so that kind of shift really woke people up to the idea that a mobile program would be a key component to operations. 
I think the second thing that's happened in our lives is the pandemic. And as that happened and we shifted to a work from home or a, a more of a controlled situation, we realized that we would need more technology to work wherever we were at. And I think many groups have found that they were far more successful than what they ever thought they would be. And so from a correction standpoint, before the pandemic, we were still buying desktops. This has really changed our perception because now we found that we can work from a mobile perspective far more efficiently than we ever thought there would. Now, obviously, in an institution, when you're talking about a jail or a cell or a facility, you can't obviously turn those off because those are the physical assets that we have to keep running. But our administrative groups, our technology folks, our parole agents, all are able to be mobile workers. And this gives us a great opportunity to not only save money, but increase our efficiency and then focus that money and time that we save back to the true mission of the department, which is rehabilitation. Awesome. Well, that'll close us out. This has been really insightful, Jeff. Truly appreciate your time. And I want to let everybody know that uh, a few months ago, Jeff did a webinar with the International Public Safety Association going into a really great overview of how mobile technologies improve their operations. So we'll include a link to that webinar, the archive of it, and the show notes, along with uh, a link, since you mentioned DEX, we'll provide you with more information on DEX. And with that, thank you, Jeff. Everybody be safe out there. <music>